It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. Now a man is seen walking towards the officer's SUV, but the deputy's SUV investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired multiple shots while the two were parked. multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Madam Speaker, my colleagues, my fellow Americans, I rise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. As far as the allegations of the CIA hacking the Senate computers, nothing can be could be volatile, and I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. And now, here's CD Media's host of Information Operation. Welcome back to Information Operation. Yesterday was a big day. Uh, Mike Lindell finally dropped the uh, Moab lawsuit against Dominion Voting Systems, which has been rumored for some time. Uh, today we have a recurring guest, uh, Patrick Byrne, who is the man behind all of this. And uh, welcome, Patrick. Todd, such an honor to be back with you. And it's nice to see <laughs> CD, CD Media flourishing. I see you getting quoted and your links spreading. So congratulations. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, we're going rapidly. The, the world needs a new news service, in my opinion. So uh, uh, thank you for that. So you have been behind and I know not taking Mike Lindell's place, but you've been integrally involved in what's happening as far as developing a lot of the evidence for the lawsuit that he filed against Dominion. I'm just going to let you talk. Yeah. I know you're restricted in what you can say, but Tell us what you can say, I guess, is uh, what I wanted to pass on. So first, I should be clear, <clears throat> Mike Lindell and I, we don't, we don't work together. We're fellow travelers. We travel in the same circles. We know the same people. We're, we're digging up the same truth. There's just, one, there's just one truth, and we're both digging at it. If gotcha. you've read my book, which I know you've talked about and had me on to talk about, Todd, there are people in here I refer to sort of a very loose knit group of people called the bad news bears. Hmm. Some of them the, are the people that Mike Lindell is talking about when he says he showed up January 9th and got it and started getting involved with these white hat hackers. Yeah. There's a low, there's no names used, but some of the people are the same. So we all know each other. We know what's going on. And what's going on is we did know he has come out publicly and said, I knew on January 9th that, there had been hacking from China. He's referring to information that's actually had been developed by the bad news bears, people who were described in here, although maybe not all the not all the information by any means was in here, but we had quite a bit. We needed a Lindell. We needed Lindell and we needed someone that the president would listen to, frankly. Yeah. Uh, but so we, so anyway, Mike, Mike and I are friends, but we're more fellow travelers than gotcha. anything. And uh it, it is now, it's, if this were a murder, we now have 
a videotape of the murderer putting a gun to the victim's head. And we have the blood spatter on his shirt and we have everything you need. We have what are what is called packet capture data. And you know, as the as packets as you speak, or as, as data moves through the internet, whether it be television, whether it be video or our voices or you know, just whatever, right? Broken up into packets. That packets, as they go through the internet, can be captured at different places. The the relevant data was in fact captured. I'm not in ready to go yet beyond what Lindell has put in a lawsuit as to how. Right. The relevant packets were in fact captured. There's been an, an immense multi-month disk de-encryption process of bank and computers running 24 hours a day decrypting. Hmm. Uh, what we know is for certain there were votes flipped out of China. There were 80 successful cyber attacks. Um, against the precincts in five states, those states being, it's the big six minus Nevada. The ones I'm always, I'm always talking about six, well, it's all of those minus Nevada. And just for reasons of time, the, the this analysis has been done about those five swing states, Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Atlanta, uh, Georgia. Mm -hmm. Those five swing states were, had 80 successful attacks, Looks like over half of about half came from China. Of those, just twenty, just twenty attacks flipped in those five states. Five hundred and fifty-five thousand eight hundred and sixty-four votes, and we have the actual packets. I mean, this is if this like like I say, if this were a crime scene, we got the DNA of the victim in blood on the killer's shirt. We got the video of him doing it. We got everything. We have the packets. These were flipped. Those 555,000 votes alone account for the flips of those uh, five swing states. Wow. So this is this was a Chinese uh, attack. Uh, and it's, it's we may as well have the hard drive of the guy who did it. We have the entire packet traffic record. And uh, so that's been filed. It's no longer, you know, it's 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 no longer in my mind an open question. It is now scientifically proven to my satisfaction. I've looked at the data and dealt with the people uh, who have intercepted it and understand how they acquired it, had other people talk to them, other super sophisticated hackers and cyber whitehead hackers and people with like NSA backgrounds and these kind of people. This data, it, it's all been vouched for me and I that this is the, this is the real data. Could too, too massive to be faked and it shows conclusively that this election was ruined. The truth is the way to think of this election at this point is not who won. It, it's it's an egg that cannot be unscrambled. It's right, been right. scrambled, and that can be proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. When you combine that with the uh, you know the obvious uh, actions by China regarding COVID, which you could say is biological warfare and you could say this is cyber warfare i mean those are acts of war right and now a quick word from our sponsor in april alone consumer prices increased by 4.2 percent the highest jump since 2008 higher fuel prices higher food prices construction costs housing costs inflation isn't just coming it's here have you protected your savings and your investments if you have not yet diversified a portion into precious metals the answer is no Birch Gold Group is who I trust for precious metals and who you can talk to about converting an IRA 
We're eligible 401k into an IRA backed by gold and silver. That's right. Through a little known tax loophole, you can convert your retirement savings that's tied to the stock market into an IRA backed by precious metals. It's your hedge against inflation. Go to Birchgold slash CDM for your free info kit on precious metal IRAs or to speak with a Birchgold representative today. With 10,000 customers, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and countless five-star reviews, Birchgold can help you too. Go to birchgold.com slash CDM and protect your savings with gold before it's too late. That's B-I-R-C-H gold.com slash CDM. Well, let me put it this way. Yeah. And you know, I love China. I love mm -hmm. the Chinese, I speak Chinese. Mm -hmm. It was uh, it was the first time they allowed foreign students. I was over there as a foreign mm -hmm. student, 83, 84. So this is hard for me to say, but yeah, this, this was, <clears throat> well, China's not the only miscreant involved in this. It's China yeah. in with some people. And uh, uh, so, some, so uh, what's going on is in 1998, there was a book by two Chinese lieutenant colonels, PLA, that called Unrestricted Warfare. Right. And it described Thucydides' trap, which is 19 times in world history, one empire has declined as another arose that that they were contiguous. And in 17 out of 19 cases, there was war. Mm -hmm. And Chinese said, how do we manage this without war? And that's in their view, that's their great strategic dilemma. And this book, this book envisioned sort of, I think it was six levels to war where they take down the United States. And only the sixth, the sixth and final was anything kinetic, where actually yeah. missiles fly and bullets. All the other things were cultural, political, economic, trade, mm -hmm. technological, things like that. That's how they undermine, they subvert us. And ideally, they win without firing a shot. <clears throat> and that itself, I think I described this on your show. This was would be called, and this came out in national security literature in China in the years later, their reference to an assassin's mace, a shasha right. That, they, that was coming around 2020, 2030 for the United States. It's been very clear that they had something brewing in the works. So, you know, I'm not a China, I'm not an old China hand, but I was once a young China hand and I have a deep love. It's kind of hard, I'm schizophrenic on this because I love the Chinese so deeply. But this, I think this was an act of, uh, well, this, uh, this data is all for real yeah. and it's out of China, so it is an act of war out of China, I'm afraid to say. How do you, um, I mean, this is a little off topic, but how do you think that they infiltrated and, and turned so many within our own national security apparatus? Corruption. Washington, D.C. is completely corrupt. Everybody, yeah. you know, you learn that if you're a good boy and you say certain things, then when you're out of office, there's nice jobs for you at the Brookings Institute. And if you don't sit, yeah. and if you don't say those things aren't those jobs and there's whole sections of the state department run by people where that i mean they filter out and they have for two decades and, yeah. uh, and for two decades they've been filtering out people who don't who don't join part of yeah. china's rise has been on listen i've been a, you know i was part of the generation of young students who went over we we embraced china's rise we we kind of yeah, uh, there's kind of a historical link between America and China that that we, I suppose, were foolish enough to think would would make a difference in the long run. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, the and and also corruption. You know, there was a wonderful back in December or January. There was a Chinese professor who gave a lecture on the internet 
that got translated and made some waves over here where he described it perfectly, Todd, and it, it came down to money. They're very strategic. They mapped this out. They did the human terrain mapping. They understand our society. They mm -hmm. understand the Achilles heel. The Achilles heel of a society like ours is corruption. Yeah. Because if you have a government of institutions and not of men, then you're only as good as those institutions. And they mapped out right. scientifically, they corrupted them. They corrupted the think tanks. They've uh, they've correct even in the military. So so yeah, there is uh, there's a there's two groups in Washington. Somebody said to me not long ago, those who think that in ten years if we don't do something, we the U.S. will be a vassal state to China, mm -hmm. and the other group thinks it's already too late. Yeah, the only thing I would change about that now is ten years is way way too optimistic. Yeah. We're done if we don't get this straightened out now. I know right what now. for us. I lived there. I know, I know, yeah, <clears throat> their greatest national security concern is food. And their ambition will be to turn this this country mm -hmm. into a farm. Hmm. What's the way forward for uh, patriots that want that not to happen, obviously, in your mind? Don't panic. Do not be violent. You can I swear? Of course. You fucking goons who mm -hmm. walked into the Congress, the Capitol, on January 6th, set us back so much. Yes, yeah. they probably were Antifa goons up front leading you to do it. But if they let you, if they told you to jump off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge? You should have grabbed them and kept discipline. You fucking goons who made the mistake of walking in on January 6th cost us so much. We're going to have opportunities again to rally peaceably, to assemble, and we're not the goons. They're the goons. They're all goons. We have just some dummies on our side who don't yeah. understand the game, and and they got led into walking into the Capitol. They got invited in, and they it just set us back so much. So these days are coming back. You see what the other side is coming back to bringing their mass violence. But uh, and in political intimidation, these days are coming back, and we're never gonna—you're never gonna make that mistake again. Some guy came up to me before the rally, telling me there were thousands of them with guns and stuff. I don't know what fetish these guys have, what movies they've been watching. That's how yeah. we lose. That's how. That's what Biden wants you to do, because then they are justified in bringing out the DHS and the FBI, and yeah. and steamrolling you guys. So we're going to do this peacefully. And, and there's going to be opportunities. My, the, the movie that we have been involved in, The Deep Rig, is coming out on Juneteenth, June 19th. That's a couple mm -hmm. Saturdays and, uh, away. And I want people, uh, yeah, that's two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah. That, those people are going to have already – Tens of thousands of people have come in uh, signing up for to have private showings, showing in your living room, showing in your basement, rent a local theater. That's going to be the first time that we, our, our side is really having, well, we've had these big rallies in Tulsa and a couple of places, Dallas this last weekend, but we haven't had, there's going to be opportunity for thousands or tens of thousands of micro rallies. And uh, so I just want our side to understand that we lost ground on January 6th because of the people who relished, you know, they've seen Red Dawn too many times and they relished, yeah. they thought they were going to make this violent. 
That's that's how we lose America. We had America on our side until you guys got tricked into doing that. Tricked or some of you were spoiling for a fight. So we can't have any more of that on our side. So I think the, uh, uh, you know, you mentioned America on our side. I think that the tide has turned public opinion wise against Biden. I mean, you see all the audits, the Fauci emails. Uh, I think that ship has sailed and now have we, we have learned to- anything have we learned anything from these emails that we didn't know really well everybody knew it but the thing is now the left or whatever you want to call the corporate media can't avoid it can't so <clears throat> that's a good thing so i think we've moved i think the last few months have been about delegitimizing biden i think that's been done and with the audits that will finish the process but now we have to look to the way forward so do you have any thoughts on how that would look logistically to remove this person from power? I think what the Supreme Court is going to need to do is order a new national election in 60 days. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so they're going to have to show, show some chutzpah to save the Republic. But, you know, they owe us one. They really duffed it in 1937 when they bent a knee to Roosevelt's threats to pack the Supreme Court. And they gave us a bunch of terrible decisions and that really destroyed the constitution or public yeah. it, gave us three times the federal government we should have had and has now bankrupted us. So they owe us one and they've got to do something that takes some chutzpah. When they understand what has happened here, they will understand they are in the position, unique position to do something about it. That could be, you know, the constitution doesn't envision a situation exactly like this. But it does envision, they did envision, and it was in a Federalist 62 or something, somewhere up there. There was, the, uh, they, they did envision the possibility of corruption in the states creating tumult and discord, or they had some 18th century mm-hmm. saying it, of saying shitstorm. Yeah. Uh, and if that happened, there's a fallback process, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all the states in Congress. All the all the House delegations have their own votes and contingent election is basically what you're talking about. Contingent election, yeah, that might be the it's that might be the wisest thing for the but really, well, that's wise and it can be done in a week or it can be done you know in a day. Mm-hmm. That's probably that's probably step one, but I think they also have to order a new national election on paper ballots uh, that with and the Republican. I mean, we can't. There, there has to be real integrity, and there's no integrity. What these things are showing is their the ballot integrity is a joke. Even who's printing the ballots? I know how a bunch of schemes were done. I can't yet say because there's still lawsuits, yeah. other lawsuits. Okay, now that this is out, uh, so I can't. But we know how a lot of this stuff was done. A lot more than we have said publicly. It, this is just we've kind of learned our lesson, and it's getting turned into loss, you know, lawsuits. There's two more big lawsuits coming. Hmm. One from Lindell. One doesn't have anything to do with Lindell. Uh, and uh, and my movie coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, say my movie, our movie, our movie. Yeah, yeah. The, of the deep rig. And there's another thing coming as well that I'm not even sure how to qualify it. It's not a Moab. It's more like an unconventional, it's like a, a, a dirty bomb, maybe. Uh, EMP so attack. Things launching at them. June is the if June is the information wars blitzkrieg. From our point of view, we are launching. And now I told people about five weeks. I'm sorry, Todd. You wanted to say something? 
No, I just said it's an EMP attack, something like that. Yeah, but, it's yeah. different. I've yeah. got something planned too. So they, uh, I put it this way. I think that we've we've reached the point. Yeah, you're right. There is about four weeks ago. I realized. I, I think that they realized they weren't just going to get this normalized. Everything's mm -hmm. stopped. To be honest, I've been taking a poll. I'll give you some facts we haven't released yet. But we we have an outside polling agency that polls, and in the last four weeks, they've gone from fifty one point two to fifty two point four percent of the American public will tell a pollster they think that Biden is in because of cheating. Hmm. And I actually think that, but both samples skewed left. I hmm. think that it may actually be well up over sixty percent of American adults say that. Yeah. So. I thought it was brilliant to put this China information inside of a lawsuit, a civil suit against between two corporations, basically that way it has to be heard in court. Right. I mean, is that, was that the game plan? Well, it is a, it is a nice way to introduce it. It's an mm -hmm. it's a way to introduce a sliver of the truth. Right. Well, I learned this decade and a half ago when I fought wall street, how do you get the mm -hmm. public to eat an elephant? Mm -hmm. One bite at a time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's if we really can't, all the truth can't be released yet. So putting it in lawsuits, this is just the first sliver of the truth. There's more right. slivers to come. And none, none of this has been heard in a court of law, right? I mean, it's been, oh. so this is, uh, this does that uh, for the this first time, really. There's no way the court can just, dis the courts can just dismiss this evidence. And the evidence is coming out. You know, um, they're they're going to be at the point soon enough where the courts have to take this. When 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 America hears the full data and sees the full data, you know they've got a beautiful beautiful taste of it in Lendell's lawsuit mm -hmm. yesterday. They should look at that data. Go to Exhibit Twelve, and I know you wrote about this. You're such a good researcher, you guys at CD Media. <laughs> I think your stories on Georgia were the most care. That series was so care carefully done. But you picked this apart last night correctly. It was Exhibit 12. That's where the killer information is. Uh, and I don't see how Americans are going to be able to accept this. I don't care what right. any court says. So we were talking offline yesterday, um, and I had a question about, the, if you don't mind going into the document that was presented to, to the president that you guys wrote up in the White House when you, when you were able to make your way into the Oval Office during the coup. Could you go through that briefly what it was? Yes, we, well, I've described this in the paper and I'm mm -hmm. sorry, I've described this in the book. Right. Uh, that there were, the, the president had the option if there were foreign interference in the election. First, he just had to find, or find is a legal term of art. Right. Uh, meaning sign a piece of paper where he says, I find this, I, which is like saying, I believe this or this set of facts. I'm now declaring this. Puts his name in it. By doing that, he really would have had extraordinary powers under executive order. Was it thirteen eight four eight or something? I forget. Mm -hmm. um, don't quote me on that number. Uh, he would have had ex extraordinary powers. He could have canceled the election and ordered the whole thing rerun. He could have done all kinds of things. We were arguing for a very <laughs> minuscule thing. Let's go open up. And it was, it was a plan that either said, 
that could be applied to six, 17, or 30 counties. The, the six basic ones the, the, in the states I just named, plus Clark County, Nevada, which are all the six where the counting stopped. And there's great, incredible evidence, both statistical, testimonial by people who took part, you know, all kinds of evidence yeah. that, that Meshigas, uh, you know, mischief went on there. Um, he could have just opened up those ballots, uh, ballot boxes counted on live TV. After all, when these guys told us these machines over the last two decades, they always say, you know, if there's ever a problem, there's always a paper ballot backup. You can always just open the boxes and count the ballots. They've said that forever. Since November 4th, they've been fighting <laughs> tooth and nail. Right. Oh, oh my God, it's crazy. You're going to open right. the boxes. That's crazy. Well, so all we wanted them to do was at a minimum open them and count them on live stream, live, live stream TV and have the National Guard with the DHS or the FBI do it. Uh, and it could have been six counties, 17 or 30. And the 30 were selected to be sort of a nice matter of Republican, Democrat, rural, urban. And we would have really had a very good picture of what the real election fraud in America, but as little as six. And if you wanted a more aggressive step, let us open the boxes. Let's also image the hard drives and we'll image all the hard drives, leave the machines in place, but we can image the hard drives and exploit them back at a military base. That could have been done. So this was what the, the pieces of paper were a finding for mm -hmm. him to find per the terms of executive order 13848 or whatever the correct number is. I find there has been, there's enough evidence of foreign interference. I'm invoking my powers under this. And then the, the other document was a document that <clears throat> drawn up that, ex, that, ex, that was just really the, the execute, the, the, if he had signed that, it, it was all the particular things that had to right. be right. detailed instruction plan, so to speak, the plan. So we had a plan. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say the $64 million question is why didn't he do it? In your mind, <clears throat> well, he did it. He uh, he's because he was surrounded by skunks. As I make mm -hmm. clear in my book, my feelings about Donald Trump really changed over the course of this. I was not a Trump guy; I didn't vote for him. I was not a Trump hater. Mm -hmm. I, people are kind of demonic the way they just have been. Yeah, orange man bad. You know, I can't. Uh, but I did not vote for him in either election, but I came to really feel a great deal of affection for him. And I also came to understand he's just, he was just surrounded by skunks. I have no idea. He's surrounded by skunks. I don't know if his management style was perfectly appropriate. I think he listens to a lot of people and then makes a decision rather than having clear chains of command and, and empowering people. He's, it's more akin to somebody running a small branding organization then, uh, so I th I'm, I'm not taking all the blame off him, but he had terrible people around him. And I think they were, I think they had all gotten the message that if you if you get Trump out the door, there'll be nice jobs for you. You'll get yeah. to the right country club. Your kids get to college. If he fights this for your, you know, you'll be the first right. in four generations to have a child not go to Yale or something. I think that all, well. I'm told all kinds of signals like that were sent from me. And these people, their, their professional lives would be over. So they really, they, the senior leadership of the White House was trying to get Trump out the door. And they were telling staffers, just help us get the president to concede. 
Don't don't feed him any anything about that he can win anything. Just get him out the door. So that was being sent throughout the White House. So the there was really no. So if he didn't want to fight, I think in one part he was a tired seventy-four-year-old guy who'd had a tough four years. Yeah, and, and I can understand that. I can also understand it because he looked around him and his own staff. I mean, what he had to do was fire them and hire. I said, when, well, when he finally turned, like after Sydney and Mike had made this this explanation and talked for a while, when he finally said, well, what are you folks telling me then? Uh, there was the silence. I think this is in the book. I'm not sure if I even put this on in the book. And I spoke up and I said, put us in, coach. Put us in. If you make Sydney your special counsel on this issue, if you make General Mike Flynn your field marshal over this, you'll win. It's it's kind of a two foot putt, three foot putt. It's not even hard. But you're going. The, the people you have are taking are giving you a forty foot chip shot from the sand pit. You know that you got to drain. There's a two a very simple way out of this. And these two people, he almost was there. Well, he was there verbally and intellectually. He got talked out of it after we left. Yeah. So. My thing is we're going to need someone that has the guts and the will to fire all of these people. Um, I'm not sure Trump is it, you know, I'm, uh, just to be frank, um, just because of past experience. I mean, we really have to have someone with the, the, the wherewithal to take care of this. I mean, the whole federal government has to be re rebuilt. Yeah, it's been turned against us. I'm sure this is a moment. This is a moment in history. Like, mm -hmm. like we haven't experienced certainly in our lifetimes. Uh, if Trump could do it, I, he did say to me, Cam, I really became quite fond of the fellow mm -hmm. in four hours. He did say to me quietly at one point, we sort of brushed in a hallway or something. Pardon me. And he said, you know, if I get four more years, it's going to be completely different. Mm -hmm. I think what he was saying is he realized that he had tried to go along and wear play patty cake and play with a system. He should have there yeah. been a lot more. You were fired coming out of him in those first four years, and I think that there would be in the first thirty days of a new Trump administration. So finally, before we go, I know you've also been involved in the Arizona audit. Uh, what do you, you have anything you want to talk about there? I mean, it seems to be going well. Uh, DOJ hasn't stepped in yet, but that doesn't mean they won't. Um, they can't let this be, you know, the evidence, they can't let this get out. Right. Or what are your thoughts? Well, I'm scared. It, you know, first of all, the entire chain of, 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 uh, evidence has, was deeply compromised. These mm -hmm. from Maricopa County surrendered the evidence to the stadium with a, the chain of title or whatever they call it from Maricopa County on nothing from, from down below up. Yeah, that's a federal crime. It's certainly an Arizona crime. There's there's people involved. Who, you're not allowed to do that. Now, they're going to say, oh, well, as soon as you gave us the word to the subpoena, we thought you meant you just wanted us to pack it all up in a truck and break the chain of title, pack it up in a truck and send it over. That's what we thought. Oh, that's what happened. That's that's the kind of thing they're going to say. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. There's something hackers call a smashdown. They had several weeks to do a smashdown. I know that the cypher guys and cyber ninja guys came out and said, so I'm arm's length. And yeah, I've had an organizing role, in, like organizing so the public can fund grassroots and things like that. 
but I have no, I really do keep my distance. So nobody can yeah. say, I'm not having secret phone calls with them or something. Um, uh, and they've, they've, they, when they wrote, Hey, somebody looks to us like somebody erased some files on the, in the database. And then Maricopa came out and instead of showing up for the day that they had the subpoena, the day before they had a hearing where they gave this kind of glib answer and they said, these people obviously don't know anything about computers basically. And it was all there. Well, my money's on those guys. You know, these guys that the press, do you, do you want me to debunk any of the, any of the stuff that is said about Maricopa or do, do you sure, go into it? Yeah. Well, okay. So first of all, the mainstream media will tell you, oh, these guys, they're not for real. They've never done an audit. They've never counted ballots before. These guys, the Cypher Group is a DHS certified HURT team. HURT is Hunt and Incident Response Team. That's like the, an elite cyber group. The Cyber Ninjas are a group of application security, which are very sophisticated cybersecurity. That's people who can read code. This is much beyond like just hackers who are <laughs> looking at routers and and or or very mm -hmm. stuff. This is people who can read and understand code and understand the vulnerabilities created by the code. So they're very sophisticated cyber security groups. And you know, for people to say, yeah, but they've never counted ballots, you know, that's they've organized the teams and the companies and now huge huge to orient to, to, to who hire the temps who count ballots, but they, they do. So another thing is, you know, that, well, these machines were already audited by uh, before. No, they weren't. They're very simplistic, you know, yeah. where you turn the machine on as you hold a button down or two buttons down and it does some internal test, test and logic test or something. And it comes up and says, yep, uh, the machine gives you a message says, yep, I'm working correctly. They looked at that and at the model, at the, uh, version of software that was installed they've ever found and that's it they didn't do anything else whereas these cyber guys are going in and looking at you know they you know hard drives they're testing i think they're testing paper they're examining paper close up or all the mm -hmm. is any of the paper uh you know i was part of an effort in georgia that acquired some papers in fulton county georgia some paper ballots three ballots and we had two federal document forensic examiners, FBI type guys examined them and they gave affidavits that said they came from, two of them came from one printer and one came from another. Mm -hmm. Highly suggestive that there were some counterfeit ballots in Fulton, Georgia. So, and I can tell you that this is all just the beginning. We have a dozen, a, you know, a dozen uh, counties around the country are, have gotten in touch wow. and other states are coming. There may be 50 states do this, but uh, other counties, basically when these counties decide that they're going to do an audit of their election. They their their next step is they call some people I know. They yeah. get a phone call saying, "Okay, how do you audit an election? How do you yeah. do audit?" Yeah. And you know, we're explaining to them all the real things that should go into the audit. So this is just going to go and go, and Americans are going to find American. There's no integrity whatsoever. You're going to find. You know, I got sort of well known 15 years ago for explaining that Wall Street under the hood had. Right. Money slop than people understood. People are going to understand our election system has far more slop, far more slop than you had any idea.
Well, Which, Patrick, uh, well, go ahead. Also, well, people are also going to realize there's not an elected official in America who can be 100% sure deserves their seat. The Supreme Court really has to do some fancy footwork and order real new elections with paper, and we start again. There's not an elected official in America. Given what I know now about these systems and machines, you can't be 100% sure of a single elected official is legit. I'm sure they're right. right. That's probably why the GOP didn't want this looked at either, I would guess. They're corrupt too. They're yeah. corrupt too. Kemp, look at, the, look at who Kemp's yeah. chief of staff is and what his yeah. previous job was. Do you know this story? Yeah, he's Dominion, yeah. Yeah, he's Dominion guy. Represented yeah. Dominion, got the $108 million contract, and then became the governor's chief of staff. Nothing there. Nothing to look at there. Move these along. Aren't, these aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. Paper ballots. For now, paper ballots are the only way. There are blockchain solutions to this that could emerge. And I, full disclosure, I did the angel from my seat at Overstock. I did the mm -hmm. angel investment in one of them called Votes, V-O-A-T-Z, about seven years ago. Haven't I don't own any of it. I don't have, I have no economic interest. Haven't talked to anybody from five or six years from that company, yeah. but there are blockchain solutions, but they're not really ready for prime time. Yeah. This is, we need a, we need paper ballots. We need paper ballot and we need a, a new election either in those six states and all 50 states. There's, there's going to be, you know, and it's got to be big enough accounts, but it can't, if it's too big and it has to be set too far out, there could be pandemonium in the meantime. But I think they probably need a contingent election for the presidency right away. And then they do a uh, some kind of 50 states. We, we rerun a national election on paper ballots using the National Guard. Interesting. If we want to get out of here, we got to do something dramatic like that. Otherwise, otherwise, I think we're a Chinese satrapy in the space yeah. of three years. Yeah. Already. Well, Patrick, I want to have you back on uh, in a month or two and once more of this has come out. So inshallah, I really appreciate your time. And I know it's really early in Utah. So thank you for getting up. <laughs> it is early in Utah, but listen, do me a true, uh, do me a favor. You may hear some more about me in the press before then. And if you want me on call Todd, you call collect. Roger that. You may hear me and my name and a few other stories before then. Oh, well, okay. We'll be watching. Thank you, Patrick. Bye-bye, Todd. Thank Enjoy you. Your day. Take care.